0: Good evening everyone and welcome to elder speak issue 59 I am Max, your host today and with me I have Chris who you may remember from podcasts past hello hey and so Hi. we're just <laughs> we're just gonna do a short news episode this time around uh, since Gavin and Randy is uh, unavailable and uh, we're just gonna start off with Milo now everyone remembers Milo from last year's year3 when they um, debuted um, they debuted, they sorry, uh, the the Project Natal, or as it's now called, Connect, And uh, it sort of disappeared. It didn't really show up again. And so Peter monolux has come out and said that the reason for that is that it's basically just a technology. It's basically just a tech demo right now, and so uh, it's not ready to be shown as a game. He does say, though, that it is on the bench. It is something they're still working on and still you know, sort of knocking out the kinks, uh, and hopefully it'll turn into something. Whether or not that's going to be something like connectibles is still something we'll have to
1: wait and see. Chris? Yeah, speaking of connectibles, that's what I thought, you know, when I saw Skittles the cat, I thought, okay, that's Milo, he's just devolved into a cat. Yeah. Um, I always thought it was going to be nothing more than a demonstration, and if Gavin were here, uh, he would say that every pedo in the world is hoping that it becomes a reality. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. I, I think, you know, I, I, as well, I thought, you know, as soon as I saw Connect Malls that this was basically the result of Natal. But I was really disappointed at the same time because it, it's not nearly as impressive. Um, and, uh, you oh, know, no. everyone laughed at Skittles and it is still, you know, kind of impressive. But the idea to be able to, you know, have a conversation with an AI... Uh, on such a level that you wouldn't even notice that it's an AI. Um, it's just mind-blowing to me. So I'm a little disappointed that they didn't show that in some uh, shape or another.
1: I don't know if that would be a game thing, but maybe that kind of technology would be integrated into a game where you have, say, an AI a companion, and you have to talk to it on the screen, interact, yeah. something like that. Think like a Mass Effect where you have the uh, the AI, I guess, on that ship, and you actually order it or something like
0: that. that would we be can different. see that Yeah, Yeah. All right, uh, and moving on. PlayStation 4 is in development. I think <gasps> we, I think we all knew this. I mean, it's a common knowledge in the industry that every console manufacturer starts uh, on their next product before or right after their uh, current product is released. So, you know, we all knew this, but now it. Had, at least it's confirmed and the reason because and the reason for this is that uh... uh has come up and said that as soon as he took over um, ken kudraghi's place uh, at the head of uh, of the playstation or sony computer entertainment division he did something which was try to include worldwide studios developers in hardware uh... design so you'll all remember the, the, you know, the launch of the PS3 where everyone for the first two years complained about how hard it was to, to design for because of the, you know, new and strange, strange uh, CPU. Uh, well, this time around, hopefully we won't have that problem.
1: Oh, that makes the most sense. and That's probably why you announced that. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, PS3, that suffered a lot from that. Kind of like the GameCube before it. Yeah. You notice Wii was made a little easier. It still isn't the easiest. That's the Xbox, yeah. Which big shock that has the most support. Well, yeah, exactly, and it's just porting
0: over PC games basically. Um, yes. I'm a. Uh, I don't know. I think this is you know. It, it, to me, this sounds like a no-brainer though. It sounds like this is what they should have been doing from the get-go from PS1.
1: At least it shows <laughs> they're learning their lesson. Yeah. Um, I mean, as we'll get into later with online. uh sorry. With the uh, Xbox Live, uh, with Nintendo, their biggest mistake this generation has been uh, online. So, I mean, we'll see yeah. if they pick that up in the future. Like, Hopefully. Sony is changing this.
0: Yeah. Yep. And, you know, sort of uh, going with the PS4 theme here, uh, we've just heard from uh, Shutei Yoshida uh, of the Sony Worldwide Studios uh, that... PS4 is likely going to be the next, or whatever it's called really, but the next PlayStation product is likely going to be the last out of, uh, of the next generation consoles. And, you know, this is in response, he thought that since, you know, Microsoft launched first this generation that they would so do so next generation as well and that, you know, since Wii is, um, you know, the least impressive of the three in terms of technology that it would sort of want to upgrade itself sooner and whereas PS3, he, at least from his point of view, PS3 has
1: more of a lifespan ahead of it. I, I think the reason for this is because the PS3 hasn't really been the big hit yet. Um, had the PS3 been a runaway you know, hit, everybody developing for it, you know, beating the other three in sales, I would be surprised to see the PS4 coming out way, way sooner. But they need to make their money on the PS3, and that means extending the lifespan.
0: And also just, this is not the right time to be bringing out an $600 no. console. People are not still hurting from the recession. Sony is still hurting from the recession. They can't possibly invest in, in, in making these things. So, um, yeah, it seems like a no-brainer to wait to wait a bit. I, I really hope all the companies wait, to be honest, because I do not feel like I've you know, gotten what I need out of this generation yet.
1: If you know what I mean. I don't want to spend yeah.
0: $600 and just get a minute upgrade.
1: Now it'll probably be, I'd say late 2011. I would expect a new Nintendo console. I'd, I'd expect Nintendo first to strike first.
0: At least announce it. I'm not sure if they're gonna, you know, release it later. Maybe next E3 they'll
1: announce. Yeah. But that would make the most sense.
0: Yeah. They do have a tendency to to release uh, shortly after the announcement though. These last few, few years.
1: Mm. <clears> oh, <throat> that would that be Christmas, December, a
0: few months yeah. after. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're probably spot on, who knows?
0: But uh, on the subject of of Nintendo, uh, they apparently have been discussing uh, the possibility of starting up a theme park. Uh, We heard this, uh, I think it was Game Nation or something, we heard a few months ago, that uh, there's supposedly going to be a game-centric theme park somewhere in the States, uh, whereas Nintendo is likely going to launch theirs in Tokyo at first, at least. But a huge, huge prerequisite for this is uh, a diversification away from Disney. Uh, So, you know, as soon as the market starts opening up a bit in the theme park world, then uh, uh, Nintendo has stated that they would likely try to pursue this uh, angle more.
1: Yeah, I've been to Disneyland in Tokyo, Paris, and Orlando and wherever the hell the one is in California, and I'll say straight up, the Japan one, uh, the one Tokyo was by far the most packed. And uh, I, I know people that live there, and amusement parks are huge in Japan. It makes the most sense to start there, hmm. even though they're local. Like I would, if I was starting a new theme park, I'd probably go California or Japan. Yeah, Florida though is not good as well. Florida is good. So I, I guess Florida or California—that's where all yeah. of them are here, anyway. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I think is... it's interesting. I think it's interesting that they're going to move into theme park. That's a big investment.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, you know they definitely have the um, the, mind, the public mindshare. I think you know if, if if any game company company is going to do it, it would be Nintendo because they have Mario and they have you know Sega. No, sorry, uh, Zelda. A, and it's a child-friendly
1: friendly characters. Yeah, too. Pokemon and, and, and all that. And a unique thing about this, too, is think about Disney. When you go to Disneyland and stuff, it captures your mind, right? And it makes mm. you want to see Disney movies and all that stuff. Well, Nintendo, if they have a, a theme park for kids to go to and stuff, it's going to get Nintendo, the brand name, ingrained at them at a very early age, even if they aren't big gamers. Yeah. And that could translate to sales down the road. So it's another way to look at it.
0: Yep, yep. I mean, it definitely worked for Disney, so... I wonder where Disney would be if it weren't for Disney, then, you know.
1: I, that is a good question. Who knows? Yes. They'd be with like right next to Warner Brothers, or
0: yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, and moving on, we have a Dragon Age 2 announcement. Uh, you'll have noticed that Dragon Age 2 wasn't announced at E3, um, and you know everyone was ex- expecting it at at the time because you know, what the hell is Bioware working on? But nevertheless, now we have an announcement uh, and we have a few key features to mention. And uh, Chris, why don't you go over those?
1: Ooh, I didn't have a list ahead. But basically uh, they are, the, your main characters now voice acting. Um, all voice acted, just like Mass Effect. Uh, dialogue tree is gone in favor of the dialogue wheel, like Mass Effect. The story is going to arc over years instead of just like a continuous playthrough that's set in a specific time. Uh, so kind of like Fable. Yep. And um, the art style has been radically changed. Uh, see, I don't, spikes. Oh, I'm going to jump
0: in there. I See, I don't think it's that radical of a change, because we just got a few screenshots, and it looks basically
1: the same. Well, they said they're stylizing it, I and mean, they said it would be a pretty big change. I don't know. The, the ogres all look different. The yeah, dark spawn aren't dark anymore. They're, they're freaking <laughs> pale-skinned and... Uh, I mean, there's it's just there's spikes everywhere. You didn't see that in yeah. the Dragon Age Origins. It's just it's, it's crazy. And um, oh yeah, your your main character is human. You do not get to choose a race like you could in Origins. Probably means not. You know that means no origin stories. That's I guess why it's called Dragon Age Origins. This mm. isn't Dragon Age Origins Two. Um, and yeah, there we go. And his name is Hawk. Yeah, the character's the last name, name is Hall. Hawk. So it, there's a lot of parallels to John Shepard and Mass Effect.
0: But, a little bit
1: fable. Yeah, and a little bit fable. But the, the writers, the his name is David. His last name is the G. Forgive me for not remembering. But he brought up that this isn't this isn't Mass Effect. Don't be worried. It's still Dragon Age at heart. They're just making you know changes that they feel are necessary. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, we all of us at Elder Geek loved uh, Dragon Age: The Original um, Origins. Uh, just you know, we named it the Game of the Year. But I think you know personally, of the few things uh, I would change about Mass or sorry, Dragon Age is is the storytelling. You know, I always felt it was kind of strange that my main character never talked. Uh, I'm not a you know, if it's first person, then I could understand it a little bit because then you're sort of you are the character, but you know. Here you're not really the character, and so I sort of always wanted my, you know, character to be a little bit more involved in the storytelling. It sort of, it felt always uncomfortably weird when it, it, you know, it
1: allows for a cinematic presentation because yeah. your character will now have an emotional reaction mm. uh, in a way that it didn't before, and that that was one of the reasons they brought up. It's for the presentation element. Yeah. So I mean, and some I agree people are. Some people are mad Oh, all, we can't imagine it, but, you know, it's not that bad. It's it's the way the industry is going anyway, so.
0: Yeah, and I'm not too, personally, I'm not too disappointed on that. I am disappointed in, you know, you did uh, you did mention that um, the com- major combat changes that are going uh, to yes. appear are going to be uh, mostly for the console version, so it's going to be a lot more streamlined and dynamic, sorry, dynamic for the consoles, and yet the... Well people- it should be. Yeah, and yet the PC version is still going to have that same strategic um, tactical element to it that they yeah.
1: uh... And that's what I love. I mean, I don't see how Bioware could completely screw up. The one big thing uh, that kind of worried me was one of the developers did say they were working on a short cycle, you know, a short development cycle, so...
0: Well, they don't have to make the engine this time.
1: No, but uh, still. You know, they, they, they're pumping it out so fast. Yeah. I mean, they, they started work right after Origins and Awakening. I mean, mm. this is really, really, really fast. You know, it's a year. Yeah. Basically. A year since the expansion.
0: Which kind of, I don't know. Do they have separate teams? Because I really want a Mass
1: Effect they, 3 as well. They do. Mass Effect is in Edmonton. And I think part of Dragon Age is in Edmonton. I think they opened up a studio in Montreal that handles, that helps with yeah. uh, Dragon Age. I mean, they're all over the place. They shuffle personnel everywhere. Like uh, Drew Kaparshan, Kaparshan, or he, he was a writer on The Old Republic Mass Effect, and now he's down in Austin writing for the older Republic. They shift right. everybody everywhere. But um, and I mean- I'm sure Mass Effect 3 is coming along.
0: Yeah, awesome. And I mean, obviously they can afford it because uh, they just released news that Bioware—no, sorry—that Dragon Age was Bioware's most successful title yet. And, um, I'll uh, be shocked. Yeah, initially I was surprised because I thought it would be Mass Effect because it seems like that has more buzz on it. But then I remembered that you know Dragon Age is a multi-platform title and Mass Effect isn't. So, yeah, what do you know?
1: Well, I guess PS3 sales really paired ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: apparently. I mean, I mean, <laughs> and even and even though Mass Effect 2, I mean, they had the... I still remember seeing a commercial, big commercial during the uh, the playoffs. Was, oh. Uh, NFC playoffs, yeah, for American football. I mean, yeah. They had a huge commercial. I mean, it was everywhere, all over the place. And, I mean, I really thought Mass Effect 2 would be the big one, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, PS3 sales are big, I guess. Uh, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> continuing the theme of sales, uh, Xbox Live sales passed one billion. Get this, one billion in you 2009. Hold, you gotta
1: hold up your finger, your pinky finger to your mouth when you that.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sharks with laser beams!
1: <laughs>
0: I can't do his voice, though, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, 600, I think it's 639 million of these uh, 1 billion is just from subscriptions to, uh, to Xbox Live Gold. Uh, and the rest is from sales of movies and, and DLC. Uh, but apparently, you know, that's still, you know, 370-something million in DLC on one single platform.
1: Um, and, to, and to think 200 million of that is because of Call of Duty, according to Bobby Kotick, right?
0: Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, to be yeah, honest.
1: That'd be a lot.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I think this is just insane. I, I can't believe we still haven't, you know, really just said fuck it and go for, you know, downloadable games uh, full on instead of discs yet. Uh, it seems it like... It will happen. It yeah. Will happen. It's inevitable. But, I mean, we tried with the Go, uh, PSP Go, and it didn't work, so I'm, I'm wondering, when's the time, you know? It's too soon, and you got to do it gradually.
1: You, you're seeing yeah. it now, kind of. Look at DLC, right? you gotta yeah, getting and look, accustomed to it. And, now, and just, now just... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just... That was all.
0: <laughs> yeah. And now, um, you know, PlayStation Plus is out, and you can download full games on, on the PlayStation service as well, full retail games. Previously, you can only download some, you know, select games like Warhawk and mag and stuff like that but now you can apparently start downloading all full playstation games uh in the future if you have a plus subscription of course
1: yeah I, i don't think i don't think you're gonna see downloadable games uh like all the way for the next gen but i think the generation after that's when it's really gonna happen
0: yeah um so we released or we we talked about a rumor uh last week on the podcast saying that Kinect uh, wouldn't support seeded players. Uh, this was, at the time, very true. We had reasonable, reasonably believable sources, but it appears that we were wrong. Uh, Microsoft released a statement saying that Kinect would support seated players, after all, just only with games with seeding in mind. Um, and so the key feature here is in mind. So, you know, with games like Ricochet and, and uh, River Rafting, you know, you would have to be uh, standing upwards and you would have to have your whole body visible so you couldn't have a coffee table or, or, or anything like that. But, you know, for other games, like, for example, of War, you would be able to be seated uh, in your couch or chair or whatever. Uh, probably. Uh, I'm not sure how the, you know, gas pedals would work with that. But, you know, nevertheless, other types of games where you could sit uh, would work. They, it wouldn't have
1: to register your whole skeleton uh, that makes sense. Uh, the competition can play seated. Hmm. Gamers typically play se- uh, seated. You don't expect people to play your games uh, five hours standing up, moving around. It's just not going to happen. They had to have a seated uh, functionality. It's, I just can't see how they wouldn't do that. Yeah. You have to, especially for FPSs, okay? You can turn and dodge sitting down just fine, and you're not going to – I mean, I, I personally would not play an FPS – uh, online or something for four hours, standing up. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm not sure I would play an FPS on the all Anyway, yeah. because you know, Kevin Beckman was right about the whole pretending your hand is a gun. That just seems too much to me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, another problem we talked about last week was how you know people don't have this you know uh, three by three. Uh, square space in front of the TV with nothing in it. You know, people have coffee tables and other furniture like that in in the way. So to me, that's still a big, you know, stumble to get over. But it does really help me to realize that you can actually be sitting down and playing some
1: games. Yeah. And again, I mean, it would have been a selling point against them. The competition could have just said, you know, you can't play Seed, we can't. Yeah. That, that is a selling point. Yeah. No matter how you cut it.
0: And you know, <laughs> thank you for the nice segue. By the way, uh, the competition. Sony is working on a 3G portable device. Uh, apparently, Sony is developing a device that share characteristics with uh, handheld game machines, ebook readers, netbook computers, and uh, other e-devices. Um, so basically, I think it's fair to say an iPhone, right? An iPhone competitor.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Or, or as the pitcher said, a PSP 2
0: Yeah, let's get a er- Sony Ericsson PSP, please.
1: It's...
0: Give me that, and I would probably buy it, unless it's freaking freakishly huge. <laughs> I,
1: that's the way they have to go now. I yeah. don't, I don't think releasing another PSP to take on Nintendo's can work. They're gonna have to make it a phone. Yeah. They target an adult audience. Adults don't want to carry a bunch of stuff. You know, they aren't the kids in the backseat. They need a, a phone
0: that can play things. Yeah, and that slides easily into the back pocket. Nope. <clears throat> um, so, you know, we've all been kind of down on down on mm-hmm. Obsidian lately uh, because of Alpha Protocol. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do have a track record of, of making great stuff with other people's IPs. So just keep that in mind before I say this. Obsidian wants to develop the next Chrono Trigger.
1: No, <laughs> that's bad, eh? Well, okay. I'll be honest. I like, I like Obsidian. I hate Alpha Protocol. Yeah. I like Obsidian, but they, to me, aren't. They aren't. What they, they don't used deserve? To be? They don't. No, they don't deserve Chrono Trigger. That's what it is. I wouldn't... I wouldn't even hand Chrono Trigger like Naughty Dog or Bioware like that is as a Japanese franchise franchise to me. It was made with a dream team like the best of the best, like everywhere and even down to the art and the music. It was top notch. It it really was. It was like thought of around the coffee table with just brilliant people. And I mean, there's I'm sure you know there's awesome people Obsidian. I'm sure they would love to do it, but I just can't it's too dear to my heart to trust to them i guess
0: yeah but to be honest though i wouldn't really trust square with it either these days
1: not not these days no i've heard if people people say if they want to trust somebody it would be level five
0: yeah or possibly mistwalker
1: yeah but yeah i don't, I don't know i i can understand like there was the chrono trigger resurrection thing I mean, that was looking pretty good.
0: Yeah, wasn't there uh, another game as well that people didn't like? I didn't, never played it. I think it was called Chrono Cross.
1: Oh, cr- <laughs> oh you mean the, the PlayStation 2 <laughs> Chrono Cross?
0: Yeah, sorry, I'm completely out of the loop on this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, people love that game. It, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's very well received. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Chrono Trigger is better, but uh, no, Chrono yeah. Cross was a big game. Okay,
0: cool. Well, what do you know? I guess I can, gotta go play that. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, on the subject of Obsidian again, um, they have cancelled their planned sequel for Alpha Protocol, Shock.
1: No. Oh, no. no. Does it, doesn't that... No, I mean no. I actually mean that, which is funny considering I just uh, bashed them for Alpha Protocol. Yeah. I actually think the whole concept, as we, as so many of us thought when we first heard about Alpha Protocol, oh, yeah. this is freaking awesome. And that's why I'm a little down. I think, I, I wish they could just redo it all from scratch or somebody, because I, I want the game that I imagined that didn't come to fruition so bad. But and, that's, and that's... to another developer. And that's what
0: the president of Sega West, you know, the publisher, uh, Mike Westas, uh, Mike Hayes, sorry, said as well. He said, you know, uh, commercially speaking, the game wasn't a success and it didn't do what they wanted it to do in order to make a sequel. Uh, Yet he thinks, still thinks that the concept was brilliant. So, you know. They still clearly want to keep some of the ideas of this going around, and you know, perhaps translate them into other games. I would really like to see other games as well taking some of the ideas, failed or not, and trying them out again. Because it did really innovate on some areas. It just didn't, you know, go all the way and really just
1: polish, polish, polish. You no, know, that, that was the problem. There was it. It looked like a beta. Yeah, it played like that. It was- duck walking and everything. They just, they didn't
0: have the time to do it. it, it pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we've all been talking a lot about um, 3D uh, the last, I think, year. Some people absolutely hate it. Some people absolutely love it. I happen to be in the later camp, by the way. Um, and, you know, some people are just sort of mellow on it, don't really care. But now a study, comes out of U- the UK, where 12% of the UK gaming market uh, is 3D impaired, which means they can't, uh, you know, they don't get the the desired effect from 3D displays, uh, and this is apparently because of poor binocular, sorry, binocular vision, um, and so you know, it goes to say if if 12% of the UK gaming market is 3D impaired, then we could reasonably assume that the that the percentage would be around 10% for the rest of the world so i think this is a big problem
1: yeah, yeah probably, i guess it is but i mean
0: well i mean 10% is a lot
1: I, yeah it is i mean
0: that's I a lot of sales
1: it doesn't do it yeah i don't know i mean it's <laughs> it's doing well right now i mean honestly it is so yeah it's really revitalized the movie industry. It's everywhere, and it won't stop like being shoved in my everything. Everything you watch is like, you go to the movie theater and you watch a trailer at the very end in 3D. <laughs> Every single movie is like that. So, I mean, it's working regardless. And I mean, who's to say? Did, did they even describe the uh, like? Is it just a lessened effect or no effect at all?
0: Uh, there's no, uh, you know. Uh, real good description here, but uh, from what I've heard from other sources and, and other people talking about it, it's basically just like looking at the regular TV, only with slightly blurred visuals.
1: Oh, that would suck.
0: Yeah. So, you know, you wouldn't want a 3D TV in the home if someone in that home uh,
1: couldn't watch it. Basically. Unless you're, unless you're a mean, mean person, you don't care.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Um... But, you know, I, personally, I love 3D, like I mentioned earlier. I, I watched Avatar uh, at the biggest fucking theater in Norway in 3D, and it's actually called Colosseum, so that gives you an idea of how freakishly big this thing is. And so, you know, I thought that was just amazing. Uh, we don't have a 3D uh, theater locally in my town, so for, for Resident Evil 3D, which is the next big movie which is filmed with the... Uh, Watch same technology. Me, yeah, same technology, whatchamacallit te- technology that Avatar is filmed with. Uh, and I'm going to, you know, take get on a plane and go down to Oslo and, and watch that movie there. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, it's playing things are really cheap down to Oslo. Well, so, yeah.
1: I'll tell you, I saw Toy Story 3 in 3D not even a week ago, and it, it was exceptionally well done. The trick with 3D is not to make it in your face. Like, if you're just going to have bunches of knives flying at the screen the whole movie, I, I'm not a big fan of that, but if it's integrated, like just a part of it, mm. you know, yeah, immersive—that's what I like. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I saw in Toy Story 3 and Avatar. So, all right.
0: Uh, Google invests 100 million in Zynga, thank you,
1: figure.
0: Um, and <laughs> and Google is also planning to launch a social gaming platform. So it seems like Google is really moving in on the gaming market. I'm not sure I should be glad or scared. Uh,
1: It depends if it actually interferes with my interneting. If it doesn't, I don't care. Yeah. But if I see it everywhere I go and they start putting on the main Google page, like, try again, try again, Hmm. stuff like that, then I'll be like, no, get away from it. But eh, I... I mean, it's going to cater to the people that like that stuff, which is a lot of stay-at-home people.
0: Yeah, Facebook gaming is huge these days, yeah. so it's basically yeah. the same.
1: Even though, like, I mean, you ask, I guess, a hardcore game, and they're like, what? That's not a game. But, I mean, it is for a lot of people.
0: And see, I mean,
1: see
0: is- so in my opinion, Singer ruined Facebook. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean all the fucking updates and i know you can hide them but even just going through and hiding every single app people are doing and if you have like 300 people on your friends list that even even that in itself can be, be a chore so i just think it's uh yeah as long as they keep them separate i guess i wouldn't mind that much but it, it just scares me like the, the very idea
1: oh it's making millions and millions so yeah but you have you know, no me? choice yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> so, you know, we've had this uh, we've, we've covered this whole battle between uh, Double Fine and Activision and Tim Schafer and Bobby Kotick and uh, the latest outburst is from the uh, I think we could say favorable side of Tim Schafer and Double Fine uh, and Tim Schafer is basically going out and saying that Kotick is behaving like a prick a total prick uh, we don't really have any more details than that. He just apparently felt it was necessary to say that. Yet he also felt it was necessary to specify that he wouldn't reveal reveal any information about what's actually going on in the court case or the situation at all because he didn't quote want to get sued again. So, can I, I think it's fair to say that the situation is heating up. Isn't you?
1: <laughs> I love Tim. He's so blunt and he's. Extremely humorous, as we know from his games. Uh, I mean, evidence as of late is kind of mounting in Tim's favor. Um, he, I mean, Tim and what he said basically was that uh, Bobby just, he's like a vampire basically. He just milks, you know, sucks the blood, the life out of a franchise until it can't be successful anymore. And then he moves on to the next thing. He never really creates. And, uh, that's
0: evident, evident, by uh, of everything, but I never solved.
1: Yeah, I mean, like God, <laughs> Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk's dead now. I don't think I don't know if he was around back in the Tony Hawk days, but Guitar um, Hero, etc. Guitar Hero, Call of Duty, just every every year, every yeah. year, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Yeah, but um,
0: I think the yeah.
1: person mentioned though. I mean that. What he's doing, it's prevalent in the entertainment industry. Just look at movies. You get so many, same rehash story over and over again, just a a different picture.
0: Hmm. I think uh, something he also said was that uh, Kodak should move on to a different (laughs) industry that would suit his passions more, like ball bearings or weapons manufacturing. manufacturing. (laughs) So he's not exactly painting a pretty picture of the
1: guy. No, but... I don't know, I I just don't like the news that's come against Bobby as of late. I mean, the whole Activision thing, I guess the thing with Double Finance, really painted him as a just cutthroat money monger.
0: And And really, he's just at the mercy of the the shareholders.
1: Yeah, I mean, he really is. And he, he, he sounds like an executive. He doesn't sound like a gamer. He sounds like an executive, and he's running the company just like an executive so I mean you can't really fault him I mean he's he's doing a good job yes he's running the company to make money and what's it doing it's making lots and lots of money right now yeah they're merging with Blizzard they are I mean between them and EA uh, who's the biggest I'm not actually sure right now
0: oh Activision is by far the biggest
1: yeah there you go
0: EA doesn't hold a candle to Activision anymore ever since Blizzard got involved (laughs)
1: Yeah, and Blizzard is just, you know, millions and millions a month in snoops,
0: so... Yeah. Yep. And on the subject of Blizzard, uh, a few weeks ago, I think, we got some news that they would be int- in- in- implementing something called Real Idea into their forums. Uh, ID, sorry, not Idea. Um, uh, which basically forces every Blizzard forum user to uh, register his real name and post with his real name. This was reportedly in an effort to contradict uh, or combat spamming uh, forum trolls and basically rude behavior, uh, which of, of which there are a lot in, in the listed forums. Uh, just go there and look for yourself, honestly. Um, but apparently they will not do that anymore. Uh, and uh, Chris, you got something
1: more on this? It took almost 20. 20- uh, sorry 2500 pages on the form um, like maybe 50,000 posts something like that 40,000 yep. posts it was insane the response they got it was uh, like almost completely against it as well it should be uh, anonymity is something that's very important people play World of Warcraft a lot due to escape the, their daily life so it hmm. can be something else something you know better I guess. Um, something magical awesome they don't want you know people find out who they are i mean i'll tell you straight up right now uh, if you put i play wow in a job resume they're probably gonna look at somebody else yeah and this allows people to be searched up uh, names matched and all that stuff uh, it did not look very good and there are stalkers like if you're a female and you're posting it's know yeah. and you can ruin people's lives so one of the community managers put their name up and basically everything about his life was made known in the thread within a few minutes. Yep. Uh, one guy made a, actually a, a website called like a, a Snowstorm by Another Name, you know, referencing Blizzard, and he he put down all of Bobby Kotick's stuff down to his kids and stuff. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. So it just shows what you can find on a name with a, with background check, and you can pay like two bucks online and get people's uh, you know, addresses, mm-hmm. phone numbers, everything. Yeah. Yep. So. Very scary stuff, they had to take it back, and the, the excuse though was retarded, you know, to combat trolls, if if I was running the moderation at Blizzard, I would be uh, pretty brutal about trolling, I would pretty much ban your account, your whole account, for yep. posting, if you do it. And if you do it enough times, guess what, you're gonna run out of trolls, unless they're paying for a brand new account, you know, which I welcome them to do, so I can ban it again. So. Yep. Yeah, you that's know, that's and make,
0: the problem. And make money for Blizzard at the end, at the bottom line.
1: Yeah, and, and another thing, I mean, what they could just do to easily uh, negate this is make your forum account uh, one of your characters, and only that one specific character. That way, you can't post on alts, and it gives you that one name.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you can't hide behind stuff. And maybe you have a, le- a level requisite of like ten or something.
0: Yeah. Age of Conan did that. They tied uh, your your forum account to your main character. Yeah. And uh, as well as APB, which I just reviewed. So go check out the video review on the site and YouTube, by the way. Um, and uh, and that as well ties your uh, forum account to one single character. So I think that's really great. Uh, that's that's the way to combat this. I, I'd be
1: all for that. I'd be yeah. All for that.
0: Uh, but uh, last topic of the day: PlayStation Three. Will start doing Blu-ray movies and YouTube in 3D in September.
1: YouTube's the big one for me. Yeah, that we all be knew.
0: We all knew 3D uh, Blu-ray movies was coming. I think we thought it was coming uh, during the fall. I think, but you know, so yeah, for that. But YouTube, how
1: are they doing that? <laughs> <It> just. Uh... <laughs> I just I, if you have if you have yeah. the proper, I guess render, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Can, I can't think. I don't know the technical part. I just know that you know when they render, it's in two different um two different times. Maybe they'll yeah, so um, yeah in this similar fashion online. And obviously, it's not rendered, but I I,
0: I imagine that this is going to only count for. Um,
1: specific stuff too.
0: Yeah, specific, you know, YouTube 3D uh, filmed movie. So you'd have to use a 3D camcorder or something like that to uh, to record it.
1: I think. Or you know you can put your 3DS pictures up there soon, so.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all that. But uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, we're done for the day.
1: All done.
0: All done. And uh, I'll come back next week and we'll have more news for you. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned.
1: Total Mama mia. The only kids. chief can you Dicky, Okay.